guys, this is your host, Kip Schubert of the Warriors on Purpose podcast. This is a show where we explore faith, purpose, and life, and setting our target as being the greatest life imaginable. If you guys would like the notes for this episode, just email me at kip at warriorsonpurpose.com. You can also check out our website at warriorsonpurpose.com and click on the podcast link and submit a request for the notes there. You can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I really hope you enjoy the show. And just remember where you are right now is not where you have to be. Five years ago on St. Patrick's Day, I made a choice that that was going to be my last big blowout drunk fest hurrah as an alcoholic. I made a choice to go with my friends to the local bar, drink green beer, and just get completely inebriated, hammered before the sun even set. You know, I wake up the next morning and my friends, um, I was told, had carried me to a friend's car and I left my car at the bar, which would stay there for a month and a half. And that's another story. But they drove me home, um, took me and put me in bed. And I wake up the next morning on March the 18th, 2014, and I've got a shamrock uh, tattoo on one cheek. And then I have a blinking shamrock earring in the other ear and on the other side of my face. And I'm sitting there looking at the mirror, not having a clue how they got there, how I got home, where my car is, what had happened. And that was the last time that I got drunk like that. Um, you know, I drank the night before I went into rehab. I had a couple of tall boys with um, my brother-in-law, but that was the last night that I chose to completely wreck my life. And, you know, life is just all about choices. If it's one thing that I've learned in my life of sobriety and recovery is that I have a choice to react, to behave, to speak, and to do um, whatever it is that I do, those are my choices. They aren't based upon what other people do to me or what other people say to me or not on my circumstances or even on my feelings. It's just my life is going to, to go in a certain direction based upon the choices that I make. You know, I made a choice to get help and to get clean and sober. I made a choice on March the 21st, 2014, to walk in the doors of Valley Hope Rehabilitation Center in Cushing, Oklahoma. You know, I made a choice to stay three days later after I found that I had lost rights and custody to my daughter Camden when I wanted just to leave and go end it. You know, people argue so often in this field of recovery and addiction and, and you know, drugs and alcohol and opioids and, and all the stuff that we hear in the news. And they argue about whether it's an addiction, um, whether it's a disease, whether it's a choice, you know, and I, I really don't care what side you go with. There's evidence that backs up choice. There's evidence that that backs up disease and, and all of that. But whatever you decide is still your choice. You know, life is all about choices. You know, for the first 46 years of my life, I didn't make very many good choices and I made my choices based upon what other people had done to me, 
were doing to me, were saying to me, circumstances around me that I did not control. And as I made those choices, when I did that, when I, when I took on that victim mentality, then that was the easy way out for me because I always had a finger to point the blame. I always had someone or something to point a finger of blame to. I always had a built-in excuse when I failed. And my whole whole life, really, for a lot of my adulthood, um, from you know about the age of, of my mid-20s to 46, was based upon that mentality. You know, I didn't realize it at the time, but all the choices that I was making, my life um, and its direction, and the choices that uh, the choices that I were making to to send my life down that direction of alcoholism, was all completely my responsibility. When I thought it was everyone else's fault and and everyone else was to blame for that, you know, it was me who made the choice to do the things that I did and to cope the way that I coped. That's not saying that things did not happen to me that were not fair. There's that's not saying that things did not happen to me that that were bad that that shouldn't have that were wrong because they did. But in the end game, at the end of the day, no matter what happens to us, no matter what people do, no matter what people say, no matter the circumstances and situations that surround us, how we react to that, the effort and the attitude that we give back to it and, and the the things that we choose to do with our life, with what's going on in it, is completely our choice. You know, I made a choice when I got into rehab to stop feeling sorry for myself and to start taking responsibility for my life and to begin to fight for something better. You know, I, I make a choice each day to stay sober. And it's been five years today that I have lived a life of sobriety and a life of recovery. And if that can help just one person hearing that, that you can do it too, uh, then it's worth it. I don't like to talk about it much. Um, one of those things that I deal with is, is self-worth. And so for me, it's really hard to, to acknowledge that um, and to celebrate that. But if, if someone out there that hears this knows that someone else has been sober that long and is living just a wonderful life without even having to worry about drugs and alcohol every day, um, then it's worth it. You know, I made a choice early in my recovery to move back to Tulsa, Oklahoma from Oklahoma City so that I could be near family and I could become strong and I could have a good community and, and, and a good source of accountability around me. And by making that choice, um, I ran across an old high school friend. We began to date and she now is my wife. Um, so that was a great choice. I made a choice for the first two and a half years of my sobriety to stay faithful that God would put Cam back into my life. And that was probably one of the toughest things and choices that I had to make on a daily basis um, was to stay faithful in that because it was very easy to get frustrated and even angry at God because, you know, it was like, God, I'm doing so well. I'm doing all the things that I should be doing and still nothing's progressing and I still can't see her and she needs me in her life. And, and, you know, it was difficult and it was hard. And there's many, many tears that I cried and, and it was tough, but I continued to make a choice and just to stay faithful that I would be her father again and I would be back in her life. And now um, we're back together and things are just fantastic. You know, I, I made a choice to teach again. I made a choice to begin coaching soccer again, which is uh, that game of soccer had been so important my whole life. 
Um, and after I quit playing, I began to coach and, and, you know, I gave that up because I just didn't have any confidence in, in who I was anymore and taking on that, that choice to coach again and coaching high school soccer really showed me that, that I had made a lot of progress and it really helped me gain and, and see, um, my own self-worth and, and develop the confidence that God wanted me to have in myself and in the abilities that he gave me to fulfill the purpose and call in my life. You know, we made a choice um, just about 10 months ago uh, to get married again. And, you know, we both have been married twice and it wasn't something that we chose lightheartedly. Um, there was a lot of discussion and, and planning that went into that. And we were able to make that choice because we both knew that we were responsible for our own behavior and our attitudes and our effort. And we align that with one another with what God said about marriage. And we went into it with a covenant knowing that we were going into a room with no exits. And that's how we went into it, into our marriage with that commitment, knowing that no matter what happened, no matter what storm, no matter what would come our way, good or bad, that we would get through it together. And that's a choice. You know, I made a choice to believe in God and to put all my faith in him. And that has been the game changer for me. And I know for some people that religion and God is, is, is a big issue. And let, let me clarify something for you. If no one has, has ever said this to you before, religion is man-made religion is, is man's way of expressing his spirituality. But I made a choice to seek God and that's different. And a lot of people will tie God to, well, I don't believe in God or I don't like church or I don't like, you know, what God does or because I see the people and I, this person did this or this person did that or, or this person was rude to me in this church. Remember, those are people. They're human beings. That's not God. And God is separate from that. And so I would really encourage you to make a choice to seek God on your own, on your own terms and, and to figure out what his will is for you. And, and just to seek that. And I think you'll be amazed at what you will find. You know, it's a choice for me to get up and read each morning and to get involved in, in the word and, and in prayer and meditation. And sometimes it's a difficult choice because life can get really hectic and chaotic and you get tired. And, and when I don't make that choice, it, I can tell the effect that it has on my life. I feel like I'm straying away from from that source of power and love that spurs me on. And, and when I, when I make the right choice, I just feel so strong in, in everything that I do. You know, it's a choice for me to seek God first in all that I do. When I do that, he promises that all things that will, will be added unto me. If I don't seek God first, you know, I wonder why things are happening. I always need to turn around and take a look at myself and what choices I'm making. It's a choice to know that my life has purpose. And that I'm more than just Kip, I'm an alcoholic. And, you know, that I'm more than just five years sober. And I'm, 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 there's just so much more to life for me with making the choice to start off not drinking and getting into recovery and becoming sober. But making that choice has laid a foundation for me to even make more choices to pursue and seek a life that has just blown my mind. It was so much more than I had ever dreamed or imagined that my life would ever be like. And when I make that choice, 
you know, God brings me alongside other people who were just like me and have gone through the same things that I was going through, or maybe sometimes even still go through so that I can help them just like God helped me. You know, being that this is my uh, five-year soberversary um, of stopping drinking and, and, and getting clean and sober and pursuing a life of, of sobriety and recovery, I want to offer um, you a choice. And if you're, cho- if you're choosing or deciding whether or not to, to enter into recovery or sobriety or, or try being sober or to stop using or to stop drinking, and you're trying to make that decision, you're trying to make that choice, I'm going to offer you a choice to choose to contact me at kip at warriorsonpurpose.com or check me out on Facebook and Instagram or YouTube, send me a message, and I'm going to send you the re- recovery game plan from Warriors on Purpose. And it's, it's not just a tool to, that's going to get you sober. It's a, a game plan that will help you kind of retool and kind of just reprogram um, the way that you can go about living your life so that you just, you just don't have to not drink today, but you can live today in one day at a time. And I want to send that to you for free. So just again, email me at kip at warriorsonpurpose.com. And then I will send you um, the Warriors on Purpose recovery game plan for free today. You know, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do as far as choices um, that I had to make, and it may not seem like a big deal to people listening in, but to me, um, early on in my teenage years, my parents got divorced and it was a pretty ugly divorce. And I was kind of caught in the middle of it with some things. And uh, my dad was kind of prominent in our community. and so. You know, it was a lot of very, you know, it was talked about a lot. It was embarrassing. Um, you know, and my dad was there for me. He was my hero. He was my coach. And all of a sudden he was gone and moved to another state. And it just devastated me and left scars on me that that would go into my life as an adult. And when I had failed marriages and, and failed um, attempts at, at different parts of my soccer career and then in teaching and whatever it was, I always would blame my dad and my dad was at fault because of what he had done. And, you know, I learned through recovery that my dad wasn't at fault for the choices that I made. Um, Did my dad make some bad choices? Probably so. Um, But the choices that I made were strictly my choices. They were not his fault. He was not to blame, just me. And I was talking about this with a good friend of mine, AJ Claire Coper. And he brought it up to me that maybe you should forgive your dad. And I was like, what? Forgive my dad. You know, he's, he's asked for forgiveness for me. He probably should ask it for every day for the rest of his life. And why do I offer, why do I ask for his forgiveness? I didn't do anything to him. But when we talk through it, you know, the resentment and the anger that I, that, that I was still holding on to was only poisoning my life and keeping me from from going further with the things that God had in store for me. And, you know, my dad had asked for forgiveness and I'd given it to him, but I'd given that lip service and I didn't really mean it. And, you know, I didn't answer the phone a lot when he would call and I kept him at an arm's arm's length and distance from me and my family. I kept him out of my kid's life um, in some respect and ways to punish him for what I had felt that he had done to me. And 
I then realized, and you know, and being in recovery and getting sober helped me do this. One of the things I've learned is that it was my choice to hold on to that resentment and that, that anger. And it could be my choice to forgive him too. And so when I got home that night, I, I called my dad and I said, Hey, um, I want to ask you something. I want to ask you if you will forgive me for keeping you at a distance, for being so rude and ugly to you at times, for not answering the phone, for not letting you into my life, for not loving you like a son should love a father. And I know it meant a lot to him, and I'm sure it probably let him off the hook, maybe a little bit, a bit more or whatever. I don't know how he felt, but I know he was emotional. So I know, I know it, it, it did his heart good, but when I did that and I, I asked for forgiveness from him um, for the way I had treated him, it completely wiped the slate clean between the two of us. And our relationship has, has never been better. And I have not thought once about the past with him since that time, all because I made a choice to ask for forgiveness. You know, we can choose a lot of things in life. And, you know, people talk about happiness or unhappiness and, you know, those are things that are emotions that are tied to our circumstances and, and the situations around us. But we can choose to be joyful or we can choose to be sorrowful no matter what our life is like and no matter what we're going through. But we have the greatest power of choice. So I ask you today, choose joy. If you're struggling in life, choose recovery whether it's addiction, whether it's marital problems, whether it's stress from finances, whether it's abuse, you know, whatever it is, choose to recover, choose joy. You can have the greatest life imaginable if you choose it. It's up to us and it's all just a choice. Hi, this is Kip with the Warriors on Purpose podcast. And guys, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to our episode today. And if you would do us a big favor, we would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. Also, if you're interested in the notes from today's show, you can email me at kip at warriorsonpurpose.com or check out our website, which is also warriorsonpurpose.com and click on the podcast uh, link in the menu. You can also follow us on our social media accounts, which you, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you know, if there is just anything that I can help you with, I want to know what I can do for you. Email me at kip at warriorsonpurpose.com. And if I can't help you, I know someone who can. And remember that where you are right now is not where you have to be. And let's make our target the greatest life imaginable.